my, 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 my. Jesus. Just that kind of God. Hallelujah. Just that kind. Just, just that kind. What kind? Just that kind of God. Ah, hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We praise you for your goodness, your mercy and grace. We thank you for being that kind of God. You've been good to us. You've been kind to us. You've been merciful to us. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace just that kind of God. Now God, hide the preacher behind the cross and crucify him afresh, convict, convince, if need be convert, send your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Just, just that kind of God. <clears throat> now, you don't know what kind that I'm talking about until you get into trouble. And the Lord brings you out. Can I get a witness? See, you got to go through something before you can testify. Do I have a witness? You got to be down and out. Dry and dripping. Messed up and messed out. And then the Lord shows up without you praying. Won't he show up? He'll show up and he'll lift you up. Can I get a witness? Just that kind of God. Praise him. Hallelujah. I want to thank my dear sister in this awesome, awesome choir. Let's give our choir a hand clap. Listen, listen to Pastor. Listen. I've, I've been around the block. Trust me. I've been around the block. Both in the world and in the church. Been around the block. When people minister, listen to Pastor. When people minister and they put your mind on Jesus, that's ministry. When people minister and put your mind on them, that's mess. Can I get a witness? 
And, and, and that's why I always tell you, don't be, don't be clapping for man. Don't be clapping for woman. You thank God for the gift. Listen to pastor. We're not here to exalt people. We're here to exalt Christ. Do, do, do I have a witness? And, and, and some people are so ignorant and bold, they will use God's format to bring attention to themselves. And that's what Lucifer did. He stole the glory. I'm going to talk about that moment. He had, Satan stole the glory. When he should have been giving all the glory to God, he was reflected. He was taking some of it for himself. Can I get a witness? Yeah, you ain't got to say amen. I'll say it for you. Praise the name of Jesus. But I, I just watch and listen. Watch and when that young lady was singing, we was thinking about Jesus. We, we were thinking about her. Are, are y'all getting this? We were thinking about Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, baby. Thank you, darling. We praise God for you. And uh, glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. This morning, just for a few moments, we're in this one chapter book called Jude. The book of Jude, just before Revelation. And I want to I'm going to do a little more teaching. I have a little more time. To, the focus of our fight. The focus of our fight. In Jude, verse 3c, ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once. Now, the word once denotes it may not be here anymore. Which was once delivered unto the saints. Contend, contend, contend. The word contend means fight. It means fight. But it also means to stand. Regardless of what's going on, stand. We see that in Ephesians 6 with Paul. Stand. Having done all, stand. 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 The focus of our fight. Biblical exegesis demands that as a Bible student, you have to meticulously articulate the text with the purpose of the Holy Spirit who wrote it in mind. That is, we are not to just pull out a scripture and start preaching, hooping, and hollering. No, we are not listen to somebody else's tape and then reproduce that. We got to spend some interrogating time. Yeah. And when we interrogate the text, we ought to ask ourselves interrogatives, which are five questions. Why did the writer write this? 
And, 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 and the answer to the why is because, and I'm going to get to that, Jude was warning the church of what's about to come in the last days. Uh, that scoffers and apostates will invade the church. Mm. That everybody in church doesn't belong to Jesus. That there are professors and then there are possessors. There are people who are disguised and are working for the devil. And there are people who are, yeah, living out truth, working for the Lord. That in every house there's vessels of honor and dishonor. That um, there are wheat and there are tares. There are sheep and there are goats. Lord have mercy. Um, That's the why. He's warning. And it is an apologetic in the Greek, meaning... He is fighting. The church is a militancy. Yeah. We we are a, I know we're supposed to turn the other cheek, but we are militant. We are militant. We are militancy who represents Jesus Christ. And then after you get past the why, the what, the what is that he is giving us some deep instructions that when this takes place, what we ought to do. Are y'all praying with me? And then, and then he talks about the who. The who. He, he, he talks about the different factions that's in the average church. Church. Uh, not just the building, the actual body. What's, what's going on in the ministries? Uh, and then the how. How is Satan going to pull this off in the last days? And uh, once we get to the how, then... And the what and the when uh, is right up against the rapture, meaning the rapture can happen immediately. Because all of these things are signals that the end is right at the door. Lord have mercy. And it's here that um, when we look at the Pauline, Petron, Johannine epistles, we have general epistles. This is the last of the general epistles. And um, these satanic seductions and strategic deceptions, silent departures, amen, are centered in the climax, chaos, and confusion of the current church age. Now, let me stop pausing part. The church age began in Acts chapter 2 at Pentecost when the Holy Ghost came into an upper room and baptized everybody with fire. Are y'all getting this? The fire denotes the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. And these little fires went into 120 people in the upper room and they were indwelt with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak, uh uh-oh, glossolalia, in languages 
because they were there, there were people there from all over the world. Read Acts chapter 2. And everybody, this, this is not the unknown tongue. The word unknown is in italics in your Bible, meaning it doesn't exist. Glossolalia is the Greek word, which means they heard the gospel in their own language. And, and, and the miracle was God used unlearned Galileans to fluently preach in other languages the gospel of Jesus Christ. Can I get a witness? This, this is not the charade that some churches use. You know, like you go buy a Honda, you, you know, my Honda, my Honda, my Honda. No, this ain't no my Honda in the name of Jesus. The, this is Glossolalia. Pentecost came 50 days, Pente, Coste, Coste is 10, Pente is 5, Pentagon is a five-sided building. Are y'all with me? Pentecost came 50 days after Passover. Passover was the cross, and Jesus, Acts chapter 1, had walked the earth for 40 days performing infallible proofs. Isn't that right? Performing miracles, and then he, he, he got on his Mercedes cloud. He was about to go back to glory, and he told the disciples, go in Jerusalem and wait. Well, what were they waiting for? How long did they have to wait since he was on earth 40 days doing miracles? And since Pentecost is 50 days after Passover, they had to wait 10 days before the Spirit would come. I'm preaching up in this place. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and child of God, the church age is from Acts 2 to Revelation 4. That's, that's the church age. We, we, we are right up against the door of the church age. When God ushered in the church, he put Israel on a timeout. Do I have a witness uh, that when you go back to Daniel's prophecy, Daniel and Revelation fits like hand in glove. He, he said in the ninth chapter, verses 24 to 27, don't turn. He, he said that at the 69th week, prophetic weeks, the 69th week, the Messiah will be on the cross. The Messiah will be taken out on the 69th week. Lord, have mercy. And, and, and 70 weeks determines the future of Israel. It's called the 70th week of Daniel. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah. It's the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel. So the 69th week, Jesus was on the cross. The 70th week is when the Antichrist comes in Revelation chapter, Lord have mercy, 6, amen, as the 666 with the four apocalyptic horses. So God is saying between the 69th week and the 70th week, God called the time out and ushered in the church a mysterion, the body of Christ, the building of Christ, the bride of Christ. Do I have a witness? Y'all hanging there with past. I'm trying to get you to see something. And, 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 and so here, right up against the wall, we see Gnostic heresies. We see anti-nomanism. Now, now let me use this theological word. Anti is against. Nomanism is law. There's no more laws that's obeyed. We're living in lawlessness. Yes, we are. We're living in a time 
that is called perilous from 2 Timothy 3. Because men will be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God, having a form of God but denying the power. They go to church, but they're going to hell. Yeah. Uh, when, you, when you look at the characteristics, these characteristics, these characteristics, Lord have mercy. It's time. Uh, people don't want to submit to authority. It's the end of the age. It's the emergence of the Antichrist coming. The forecast is ominous. The, the, the storm clouds are approaching. Lord have mercy. Immorality is everywhere. And, and, and the church is asleep. The church is asleep. The church is lukewarm. When you look at church history, when you get to the 15th century, Martin Luther in Germany defied Catholicism and wrote 95 theses on a Catholic door wall and said, the just shall live by faith. We don't have to live by this, yeah, part Judaism and part priestly garments. Uh, and, 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 and when you get to the Enlightenment period of the 17th and 18th centuries, people like Moody and, Lord have mercy, uh, people like Arthur Pink, pe people who fought on the front lines would rather die than to take in false doctrine. They, Nero had Christians up on a pole and burned them like candles, threw them to the lions, chopped their heads off like he did the Apostle Paul. None of them, yeah, lost it. They were looking at the other side. But now, like a frog in a pot, we are on the fire, but the fire is so low, we can't feel the heat. We don't know we're cooking. Do I have a witness? What we call right is wrong. What, what, what is wrong, we call right. Churches don't want to tell you the truth about what the Word says because the Word is no longer the authority. So you got men with men sexually, women with women, ain't nobody saying nothing. Let, let, me, let me preach at the clock. And I was one of the dirtiest, no good people running the streets. So I'm not being judgmental, but I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Can I get a witness? God, God says, and some of you, didn't he say that? Didn't Paul say, and some of you, in the name of Jesus. John the Baptist said, Herod, you cannot have your brother's wife. And his head came off because he stared, stood up for truth. Are y'all praying with me? And if you don't want to preach truth, don't pastor, don't, don't preach. You can't be no chump up here picking and choosing what to say so you don't offend people. Use the Cinderella rule. If the shoe fit, wear it. Mm. That, that is, that is, 
this Jew, which means Judah, tribe of praise, is the Lord Jesus' half-brother. Don't turn. In, 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 in John chapter 7, they, they didn't even believe in their brother. After the resurrection, all of them believed. Jude was Jesus' half-brother. His father and mother was Mary and Joseph. You say, well, how, how is Jesus half? Well, Jesus half because Joseph wasn't Jesus' father. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, we'll deal with that around Christmas. Can I get a witness? And then, and then James, the one that wrote the book of James, the one that was the pastor at the church of Jerusalem, Acts 15, that was his half-brother. Can I get a witness? Hang in there with me. That, that is that when you look at the makeup of this book, Jude discloses an assault coming on Christendom, the emergence of Satan's emissaries bringing evil. Long time they were ordained for this work. And Jude begins to tell us about their characteristics. He tells us about their confusion. He tells us about their infiltration. They crept into the church unaware. Nobody saw them coming. They crept in. They crept in unaware. Hmm. That's the infiltration. The influences is they started persuading people to fix their problems, lean to their feelings, and worry about their fractures. Can I get a witness? The infliction was you don't need to live by faith. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so in this, in this saturated society we live in, now we're seeing on the news all these people being locked up for sexual, amen, yeah, molestation and all that. Well, guess what? The, the bottom line is society is saturated with addictions. Hey, and, and, and I'm tired when I'm talking about addictions, people thinking about drugs and alcohol. You got gambling, you got food disorders. Can I get a witness? Come on, come on now. We, we got, and, 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 and there are sexual, Lord have mercy, Leroy, help me out. There are sexual saturations. We are filled with filth. And, um, Satan begins this assault, this sensuality. Lord, have mercy. Uh, social media. Nothing wrong with social media, but once it becomes addictive, you out of the will of God. When you spend more time on your phone, your computer, and you do with Jesus, something's wrong with that picture, Doc. And you don't understand, on your phone and from your computer, you're bringing in influences. Come on now, you're bringing in a whole lot of information, so you don't, so you don't read the word, but you constantly on that phone, constantly, hey, constantly bringing stuff in. You've broken the relationship with your husband and wife. You've broken the time you're spending with your kids. You've broken the time you need to spend with God. Any addiction is not of God. And we all got addictions. Do I have a witness? And because your addiction is different than my addiction, don't make you a better person than me. Amen. 
Mm. This selfish attitude, me, myself, and I. I love our millennials, I love our chosen, but I, my personality is one, I'm not concerned about all your feelings. I'm trying to help you out and where you are been. Different era. How in the world are you going to live in your mother and father's basement without a job? And when you get some money, you're taking a cruise and a vacation to experience fun. When is this going to stop? You ain't buying no food. You ain't paying no bills. Y'all ain't got to say, man. And the parents think they're helping you. They're hurting you. Because when their eyes close, ain't nobody else going to let you in. Can I get a witness? Talk about my friend. Your friend ain't going to take care of you. That, that clock going to run out, Doc. In the name of Jesus. I, you know, I tell my kids, they millennials, I say, listen, I'm your father, not your friend. Now, 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 now what that statement means, when I need to chew you out, I'm going to chew you out. I'm not going to sit here and make you feel good about everything. There's some things I'm going to get up in your grill with. In the name of Jesus. You're going to get angry, stop calling, stop texting. I understand that. But I can't be uh, subservient to rejection issues. You need to know the truth because the one thing I want St. Matthew to remember, uh, John chapter 8, if you continue in my word, then you will know the truth and the truth going to set you free. Pastor ain't going to set you free. The truth is going to set you free. Saturated society of soil sophistication, no sense of urgency, blindness, insensitive to God, predators. Hey, you know, here's this poor girl. I was looking at the news yesterday. I'm saying, my God, young girl, 16, went on Facebook or went on in, uh, internet, met somebody, and a guy ended up killing him. Fatal attraction. There are predators out here. They prey on people. Are y'all getting this? They prey on people. They call your house lying with disguises. They meet you on Facebook. You don't know who it is, and you just as dumb as the days long, giving information. Come on now, y'all can help me out. I'm lonely. You're going to be dead. <laughs> Keep it up. That, 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 that this, whole, this whole society, structures are down. Family is, family, freedoms, faith, everything is being destroyed. And, 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 and child of God, I don't have time, but these apostates, they're not saved, they're unsaved, they're, they're professors, they're not possessors. Amen. They never were saved. These apostates are described, verse 4, as ungodly, morally perverted. They deny Christ. They defile the flesh, verse 8. They're rebellious, verse 8. They rebuke holy angels, verse 8. Verse 10, they're dreamers. They're ignorant. They're corrupt. 
They're grumblers. They're fault finders. They're self-seeking. They're arrogant, verse 16. Amen. Uh, they're flatliners. Ah, ah, that is their description, but they are doomed in verses 14 and 16. These apostates are defeat. These, these apostates will. Yes, they will. They will be defeated. Yeah. In the name. Why? Because God wants us to contend for the faith. Do I have a witness? Your faith is connected with your future. Your faith is connected with your fortitude. Your faith is connected with your fruitfulness. Your faith, listen, is connected to your freedom. I got to keep my faith. I don't care what's coming at me. I don't care if the marriage dissolves, if the children are wayward, if the hellhounds are on my back, if my money is out. I got to keep my faith. I, I got to know that I know that I know that Jesus will never leave me nor forsake me. Do I have a witness up in the house? He's got a plan for my life. And he's worthy of my praise. And they that wait. I feel like preaching now. Upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They're walking up. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. He's my big brother. Isn't Jesus the big brother? Uh, remember I told you that story about the young man who went to school and the bullies kept messing with him and, and he came home shaking and his all his brother opened the door and said, what's wrong with you? He said, there's a bully at school that keeps on messing with me. And his big brother said, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Tomorrow, you go in there and tell that bully, the next time you mess with me, it's going to be me and you. And the little boy was nervous. He said, I'm scared of him. He said, you just do what I tell you to do. Can I get a witness? And, and, and the story goes on. And the, the older brother sent the younger brother around the bully's house. He knocked on the door. And the bully opened the door and said, what do you want? And he said, the next time you mess with me, we're going to fight. And the bully just looked at him, kept staring at him, wouldn't say nothing. The bully backed up and started shutting the door. And the little boy came home and his big brother said, how do you make out? And he said, I don't understand it. He was scared. He didn't say anything to me. And the big brother said, let me tell you why. Because when you stood on his steps, I was in the street behind you. And when he saw me, he stopped messing with you. If we could ever remember that Jesus is standing behind us, no weapon. I said, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Do I have a witness? You need your faith. First Peter 5, Peter! Satan have desired to have you, that he may sift you like wheat. Satan wants to destroy you, but I have prayed for you that your faith, I'm preaching up in this place, that your faith of that, and when you are converted, Strengthen my sheep. 
We are faith facilitators. When you come to church, our job is to keep facilitating your faith. We can't stop your fractures. We can't stop all of your fights. But we can tell you about the faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Uh, the evidence of things not seen for by it, the elders received a good report. Can I get a witness? When you got faith, you got fortitude. When you got faith, you got focus. When you got faith, you got a future. When you got faith, you got fruitfulness. I dare you to believe God. I don't care what's going on in your life. I dare you, I dare you, I double dare you to believe God. The Lord is. See, you got to preach to yourself. You got to take a text to yourself. You got to teach yourself. You got to encourage yourself. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies, came up against me, they stumbled and fell. No, well, Lord, have mercy. He said, this one thing I desired of the Lord, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord to behold the beauty of the Lord all the days of my life. And you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water whose leaf will not fade. Do I have a witness up in the house? The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my strength. So when hell coming against me, I just need to quote the promises. Lord, you say it. Didn't he say it? Didn't God say it? I said, did he say it? Any able? Can't the Lord do it? Won't the Lord do it? I prayed. I prayed for you that your faith uh -huh, fail not. I, see, too many of us get house identified. We smell ourselves. Can I get a witness? There are times in my life I've been so low, I, my, my faith had dissipated, but the Lord was praying for me. Uh, how many of y'all know what I'm talking about? That my faith wouldn't fail. I was, a bit, I was about to give up, he showed up. Can I get a witness? I was tired of going forward, but he said, no, 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 you're going to keep on going because I can do all things through Christ who keeps on strengthening me. Uh, just when things look the bleakest, God's about to bless you. Uh, just when the hellhounds are on your trail, the Lord is ready to show up. Uh, can I get a witness? And here's what messes my mind up theologically. God sent the deliverance before the difficulty came. Boy, if you get this, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. Before he allowed the difficulty, he had already sanctioned deliverance. He said, you coming out of this. I sent the storms. I'm going to send the salvation. I'm going to pull you out with praise on your lips. I'm going to pull you out with my glory in your heart. I'm going to pull you out. Can I get a witness? Oh, the Lord is God.
So the Lord gives us a plea. Contend for the faith. Stand. And after you've done everything else, stand. You're not standing in your power. You're standing in his power. Stand. In the name of Jesus, stand. Thank you, Lord. Uh-huh. He gives us a plea to stand, but then he gives us and lets us see the problems that makes us faint. Mm-hmm. Then he sends the power and the pull-out. Here's what made God so, so awesome. The power to pull out is going to make you praise him. Do I have a witness? <laughs> and, and the more you grow in grace, you don't need to see the pull-out to praise him. You start praising him for the pull-out before you see it. Can I get a witness? See, if you're a babe in Christ, you need to see something before you can praise him. But when you've walked with the master, when he has pulled you out before, when he showed up and you didn't even pray, I can call things that be not as though it already was. I can say, Lord, thank you for saving and delivering my children. And they don't even live with me. Lord, thank you for making this thing right that was wrong. Lord, thank you for giving me strength when I was struggling. Is here, is here, Hebrews eleven six 6 says, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. Habakkuk said, the just, Paul said in Romans, the just, in Hebrews, the just shall live by faith. Pistis. They live by trusting God and not trying, but trusting. Ah, you'll get this on the way out of here. See, if God held us to trying, we all be messed up. I keep trying and keep failing. Can I get a witness? But when I trust him, there's something that he does that I have nothing to do with. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and Lean not to thine own understanding. Now, 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 I'm going to tell you something. Uh, sometime this week, God's going to put you in a position where you just got to trust him. And, and, and sometimes we call it blind trust. It's really not blind trust. It's trusting him. Can I get a witness? With the details and the dimensions of my difficulty. Lord, you got this in the name of Jesus. Lord, I tried to stop this. Lord, I tried to curtail this. Lord, I tried to get rid of this, and I keep on failing, but now I'm going to trust you to take this and, I, and let me be your sufficiency. Can I get a witness? Lord, I can suffice if I know you around in the neighborhood. Uh, do I have a witness? I'm coming in. So uh, finally, he gets Jude. He gets to what we call, verse 24, the benediction. Are y'all with me? Now I'm going home. In the name of Jesus. I'm going home. Hopefully to watch some good football. I'm going home. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Benedictions 
have got a bad rap. There's five of them in the Bible, but benediction's got a bad rap. What we've done in the church is use the benediction like a caboose on a train. When service is over, we quote the benediction. That's not the proper use of a benediction. And, and, and you've never been taught the purpose of a benediction. The benediction is not to close out a service. The benediction is not uh, some lofty words that we repeat. Do I have a witness? Uh, see, uh, the benediction is the pullout. Can I get a witness? In other words, God is saying, with all this hell coming at you, with the apostates and the emissaries of Satan and the demonic doctrines and the evil forces and the church being lukewarm and the church being silent and the preaching not after truth and but they're preaching in uh, amen circles and come on now souls ain't being saved and people are not amen in Christ being edified with all of this coming uh, Jew moves to the benediction. And the word benediction is the derivative of three words. Now listen to pastor. The first word is benefits. In every benediction, there's a benefit. The word benefit in the Greek means good work. So whatever I'm about to say got some good work in it. Uh, uh, another derivative is benefactor, the agent of change. The benefactor owns the program. Do I have a witness? You ain't getting this. So I, if I'm at home looking at the time machine and they cut away for a commercial and I get upset, it's the commercial paying for the time machine. Can I get a witness? Y'all get this going home. See, God can cut into your program because he's the benefactor. He's paying for everything. Can I get a witness? And he does what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it, and by whom he wants to do it. And, and then the third word is benevolence. That means goodwill. So we got good work. We got, we, we, we got the agent of change. We got goodwill. And, and so what, uh, uh, what Jude does in verse 24, are you with me? We got to go out the door. He says, now... Now, now, let me stop, pause and park. After all this hell we just talked about, now, Jesus reigns. Now, right now, in spite of all the stuff coming at me, now, in spite of my problems, my lack of peace, there's a pullout, now, 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 unto him. Now, uh, 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 ain't no plural here. Help me, Holy Ghost. Now unto him. The him is Jesus. See, 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 and we, we, we don't even understand. Uh, you know what used to confuse me? I got to go. What used to confuse me is when uh, Philippians 2 says, let's talk about the mind. It says, let this mind be in you. It says this, that uh, when Jesus died, God said, now, God, God said, and every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Amen. In other words, he's the preeminence. Well, wait a minute. If Jesus is God, I thought he was the preeminence. He, listen, he conquered the right to rule a whole nother way because he gave his life. Do, 
Are you, are you listening to me? And, listen, the Father and the Holy Spirit agreed to give him the preeminence. He is the Lord, have mercy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't have to get in prayer something, Father, Holy Spirit, Jesus. No, no, all you do is say Jesus. They have agreed that he gets all of the recognition. Can I get a witness? So, so, so if you're not a Trinitarian believing in the Trinity, if you're talking about you believe in God the Father but not Jesus, you got problems. Amen. Do I have a witness? You, 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 you can't be quoting the Holy Spirit and not Jesus because they have given him, Lord have mercy, the right to rule. Can I get a witness? Now, now, now unto him. And see, here's what we tell our other counterparts who don't believe in the deity of Christ. Not only is Jesus son of God, he's God the son. Uh-oh, I'm messing up now. So if you're talking to another faith and they say, well, we don't believe that he's God, well, you're going to hell. He's God the son. He's all God and all man. He's a hypostatic union. He's 100% man and he's 100% God. Hang in there with me. Now unto him. This is his presence. Who's able. That's his power. Uh, to keep you. Uh, from falling. Now, I fell in my life sexually, mentally, emotionally, messed up. And now that I've met a man from Galilee that can keep me from falling. Are y'all getting this picture? Uh, the pastor can't keep you from falling. He might fall with you. Uh, do I have a witness? Uh, uh, but, but there's one that sits high. He can keep you from falling, not only into sin, but into self. He can keep you from falling. Hang in there with me. I'm coming in. And to present you faultless. I ain't never been faultless on my own. Been filthy. I ain't never been faultless. See, see, listen, listen, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you go. It's not to you admit you're filthy that you're faultless. <laughs> it's not to you get rid of all that fluff and confess that you're nothing but a sinner that God can save you. Can I get a witness? Well, I, I wasn't that I wasn't as bad as the pastor. There you go. There you go. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Are y'all getting this picture? Uh, child, child, child of God. Look what he said there. He presented me faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. In other words, Jesus enjoyed presenting me faultless. Substitutionary offering. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. I didn't get rid of my sins. Jesus washed away my sins. Are y'all getting this? Yeah, he changed the counts. Do I have a witness? Yeah, I, I got I to go. And then he goes on to say, to the only wise God, our Savior. Savior to know somebody died. Do I have a witness? Be glory and uh, majesty. Lord, have mercy. I got I to move out of here. But what do you mean by majesty? That's his high rank. Lord, have mercy. He's majestic. 
Can I get away? He's great. He's magnificent. You know, you, you know see, see, the Jews in the Old Testament, certain words they couldn't say. Wonderful was one of them. You tell me, I had a wonderful time. You better not say that as a Jew. Only Yahweh was wonderful. He's wonderful. He's marvelous. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Everlasting Father. He, come, come on now, come on now. All, all, all of those attributes go to him. Can I get a witness? Uh, yeah, yeah, his majesty, his dominion has to do with God's sovereign rule. God rules with a kratos, a bulldozing power. Yes, he does, a bulldozing power. Man, when I got saved, I said, Lord, uh, I don't know how in the world I'm going to stop fornicating. I love it too much. Now, I know y'all ain't never said this. Y'all ain't never said this. Y'all came in church, came up the aisle, you was clean. Y'all ain't never said it. You ain't never struggled in your flesh. You ain't never struggled with your memories. <laughs> you ain't never struggled with your former life. You ain't never struggled in your marriage. Yeah, I ain't get one amen back here. You, you ain't never struggled in ministry. Keep, keep living. You're going to struggle in everything. Can I get a witness? He, yeah, and, 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 and wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And, and see, that's why I can't get judgmental about the people on the news. We did the same thing. Another way. In the name of Jesus. We did wrong. We did sin. We lived in sin. We practiced sin. We loved sin. Can I get a witness? Now that you say, don't get, don't get new up in here now. Can I get a witness? And you're still a sinner. You've just been saved by grace. You've been snatched out of hell with smoke still in your garments. You, your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life, and God gave you some different titles. You're a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. You're a peculiar people. You died twice, but you, you're, uh, you're going to live twice. You're going to die twice, but live once. And you're going to live once, but die twice. But listen to this. Look what he says. Look what he says. Majesty, dominion, and power. Both now. Then, forevermore. And then he's got the nerve to put the closing amen on it. Amen means it's not alterable. Nobody can change this stuff. This stuff is ingrained in eternity. Uh, do I have a witness? So wait a minute, as we close, what are you saying, Jude? Uh, 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 God, God is saying to Jude, boy, uh, this is what's coming before the Antichrist. This is what's coming before the rapture. Hell going to descend on the church. Darkness is going to descend on saints. Hey, hey, and, 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 and everybody going to be running from hell and hellacious things throughout the world. The, hey, whether it's the stock market, Madison Avenue, Wall Street. Can I get a witness? Uh, retirement, taxes. Just keep your eyes open. Everything's coming down. Everything's going to happen. Everything, wickedness in high places. Can I get a witness? Everything's going to happen. But child of God, you got to stand. You got to stand. You got to keep standing. You can't, you can't get weak. You can't go down. You can't get discouraged. But Lord, while I'm standing, what is it you want me to do? I want you to look to the hills from whence cometh your help. 
Psalm 121. I want you to look to Jesus. And when all this hell keeps coming at you, don't get discouraged. Don't descend. Look up and say, now unto him who's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before his presence with joy. Do I have a witness? His majesty, dominion, and power both now and forevermore. That is, I want you to praise me. I want you to thank me. I want you to know that I got the last say-so. I want you to know that I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the ending. I am, I am, I am he. I am, amen, the root of David. Can I get a witness? I am the lily of the valley. I am the bright and morning star. Can I get a witness? I, I was dead once, but now I'm alive forevermore. And I got the keys, the death, hell, and the grave. Can I get a witness? Uh, Y'all got to say now. Say now. Say now. Say now. Say now unto him. In the able, in Jesus able, in Jesus able, in Jesus able, he's able. Let's stay on our feet. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you're here this morning, you need to be saved, born again, blood washed. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. You need him in your life. Just raise your hand. Be honest with God. He'll be honest with you. Raise your hand and say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. Is there one? Is there one? Or perhaps you are saved. You want to join the church on your Christian experience. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Our Father and our God, we thank you for this book of Jude. It's a preview of the mess that's coming. But God, you never left us without a witness. And you said when all these things close in on you, when you're ready to give up, now unto him. Look to the hills. Trust Jesus and Jesus alone. And he will present you faultless. And we thank you for the blood of Christ. Thank you for the testimony of the saints. Thank you for the assurance of the Spirit that we have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Thank you that no bully shall take control of us. Thank you that when the enemy comes in like a flood, thank you that when we feel like giving in and giving up, you show up. So God, now unto him. And as we leave this church, we repeat these words in our hearts, now unto him. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, now is up to him. I can't help you, but now it's up to him. God bless you. See you Wednesday. Have a good day. All right, y'all. Y'all ready for Jesus.